Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. You know me, my name is Victor, and I'm here with my wonderful wife, Patty. Hey, guys. And today we're going to discuss with you some things we learned about how to have more energy, just in general. This becomes a real issue for people who are going through a spiritual awakening. So many people find themselves very exhausted by many aspects of the process. And there's been a lot that Patty and I have learned over the course of our journey that I believe will help you. Some of them will have to do with little practical hacks, little things we picked up along the way that don't require uh, much effort and yet will give you a nice yield, a nice boost in energy. But then also more importantly, the spiritual reasoning, why you get fatigued and exhausted and overwhelmed and bogged down in the first place. When you understand why, you can start to make real powerful and positive changes in your life that will, it's going to, the spiritual reasoning we're going to go over will kind of give you the, the core of why you're tired and how to not only become less tired, but to actually get to a point where you're sort of beaming with a lot of physical energy and vitality. Patty remembers when I was earlier in my awakening, I was so remember that in Florida, yeah, like so I was, tired. I was just, just so tired to go to the bathroom. You're like, ugh. yeah, I, you'd, you'd just plop back down in the chair that you used to always sit in and you'd be like, oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah, it was to the point. I know it sounds crazy, but it was to the point where literally like breathing and just I could tell just existing, being awake, whether I was laying down or sitting up seemed draining to me. I remember like we'd go to the grocery store or something. I wasn't working at the time and I would come back just completely zapped and I would feel guilty. I, would, I felt really like concerned about it because I had this young little girl, little Maya, I was like three or four years old at the time and she always wanted to play and like you guys were always wanting to go. We were living in Florida. They always wanted to go to the beach and I was just like, uh, I never wanted to go to the beach and it was like, it, it sucked. I don't know how I could have held on a job. Now, that's not how it is for everybody, but that's how bad it certainly can get and yeah. is for probably a decent, you know, some of you out there. Um, and then, you know, beyond that, I went for several years where I was like better, not that tired, but still far from optimal, far from how I was in the past before my awakening. Mm -hmm. But now, man. I'm at a point in my life where I, I feel like I've dialed in my energy to such a degree where I just have so, I have a ton of energy. In fact, some of you might know, me and Patty and I have these things called whoops. <laughs> what do you say now? Whoop, there it is. There it is. <laughs> yeah, these little, uh, these little wrist things we wear that tracks our vitals. It tracks our heart rate. It tracks our heart rate variability, which I've, I've gone into before. I'm not going to bother going into. Essentially, it tracks our sleep or a few different important metrics that can that can make you aware of how well you're managing stress, how well you, how much energy you have, and just how well you're recovering from the demands of life. And about a year and a half ago, I got one of these whoops. And I, uh, without getting too much on a tangent, we'll say one of the big metrics and uh, in, in how well you're managing stress and how well your body is functioning is can be read by your heart rate variability. And for a while, my HRV was in like the 50s, which is not very good. It's not very high at all. But now mine is in like the hundreds, at least almost 100 most days. So my just 
my point is my energy has really over the last couple of years become made a big shift and I feel like I'm certainly in a position to share some stuff that I know for a fact is going to help any of you big time and same with Patty she's been on similar journey as me as well yeah I just I didn't experience the fatigue quite like you did which is really was really for the best because if we both were that exhausted it'd be it would have been very challenging so I think that's why I didn't get that so thank you (laughs) welcome (laughs) but yeah I certainly did get some fatigue sometimes yeah but not quite to the same degree and it was very short-lived it was momentarily well must be must be nice buddy (laughs) I'm just kidding (laughs) haha just kidding okay so we're gonna share with you five things if you couldn't have guessed that that are going to help you. Again, some of them are hacks, little things you can start doing right away or a little little tool you can buy on Amazon or whatever it is. Um, and the other ones are going to be far more important, though the other ones <coughs> would be helpful as well. So we're going to get right into it. So number one is more of a hack and more of a, a suggestion. And that's to like really imp- try to take your sleep seriously. Like the, how well you sleep and how long you sleep, how deeply you sleep and how consistent your sleep schedule is, it really does make a dramatic difference in your overall energy because our bodies, they just, as we are going through life, let alone a spiritual awakening, the combination of those two things are, it's such a, so many demands, so much input our body is processing. And if we don't get adequate sleep, um, we just, we, we, we develop a chronic fatigue. Now I know all of you know, I, of course we all know it's good to get a good night's sleep, but I'm going to kind of share with you some things that will, you, that'll help you. Number one, I can't say this enough. Patty knows it's coming. I'm going to talk about the glasses I'm wearing mm-hmm. at this moment. Blue blocker glasses. Not only do they look awesome. They look like some of them, like forests, are pretty cool. I like forests. He looks like John Lennon when he has his glasses on. <laughs> Yours look more like goggles. Yeah, they're like they're like aviator goggles. I wear all throughout the day, and people think it, they're the coolest looking things in the world. Yeah. Yeah, but no, for real. You know, we blue blocker glasses are, are glasses you can wear with a special lens, either yellow or orange. <laughs> Mine are like red, dark as you can get. Um, that block out the blue light spectrum. And there's a there's a and blue light. It's not bad. A lot of people think it's bad. No, the blue light, however, does trigger your mind, your brain, your body to be in a waking state. So those of you who go to bed on your iPhones or your iPads or the watching TV, you're just being bombarded with a blue light spectrum that's telling your body that it's not time to sleep yet. I know it's dark in your room. I know it's nighttime. I know you would like to go to sleep, but you're, it, we're not going to let you go to sleep because the blue light. So you can, you can simply enjoy those things if you wear these glasses. And it sounds like, okay, little, it doesn't sound like a big deal, but it is. This, these are the things that made my... Uh, my whoop stats go through the freaking roof. It was night and day. Not only is my sleep quality awesome now, it's I, I sleep like a freaking baby, um, but my sleep, my dream clarity is ridiculous. I have very clear, vivid dreams every single night. And all you have to do is wear these glasses 24-7. <laughs> now, but I do wear them a couple hours before bed. So that's one of them. I could go on all day. And when you're on the computer, you wear them too. So I'm not even an affiliate with these people, even though I did try. 
I don't know, they're getting back to me. But right now, again, there's no incentive <laughs> for telling me, telling you this, but go to blublocks.com. That's the brand I've Well, B-L-U-B-L-O-X, right? Is it? I think so. It is. Yeah, you're right. They're right here. B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. You can get some high quality ones. Um, can't recommend them enough. I could, I could make three episodes on these blue blocker glasses and I won't do it. Yeah. So and they, you can even get them in prescription too. So because I wear glasses, that's why I I don't have a pair yet, but um, I have to go to the eye doctors and get like a new prescription so I can do, know what they are. Yeah, so I can not have to wear my contacts at night because I like to wear my con- my glasses at night. Right. So, but you can get them in prescription, and um, it's not even that much more to have them. Um, as it's a prescription, cool. yeah. Let's just move on. They're going to think this is a Blue Blocks commercial when it's not. It's okay. straight up. This is just my, I just love them so much. Why don't we, I didn't mean to cut you off, but do you, would you agree? Yeah. No, okay. I'm fine. I was just drinking my co- coffee. I'm okay. fine. Yeah. Okay. If so, you guys could see the, like see us, then you would have known I was drinking coffee. Well, I, I know. I just cut you off. That's why I wanted to make sure. I didn't sure. really even notice. Honestly. Are we fine? Are we Okay. I think we're fine. <laughs> okay, I'm just kidding. Let's talk about it some more. Now, okay, so what else do you do to improve your sleep? I, I wrote down unplug. We both kind of do this in our own way. Like, remember in the past, we used to like watch TV kind of yeah. till late at night and go right to bed. We don't do that anymore. Yeah, we don't even have a TV. Well, we have a TV in our closet, but mm. we don't even have a TV in our room um, that's like set up and plugged in because <clears throat> we just didn't use it at all really for a while. So, um, but before like years ago we used to always like put the kids to bed and then watch tv and then go straight to bed right you know Um, and we definitely don't do that now no we sit up in bed what i'll do is i will blue blocker glasses on i will sit there and i'll read a little bit in bed and then i'll meditate and then you'll do a little rapé and sometimes we'll talk but Mm -hmm. we have like a wind down time where the light is dim and we just allow our bodies to settle our minds to settle and we just kind of hang out, we'll journal, you know, I, yeah. I bring my note, I usually have my notebook, a book, and, and I meditate and, and got the glasses on and you, you just sit there with your raw pay. And yeah, sometimes I'll, I'll read, but usually I'll just sit there and um, just be still. Like I don't really, I don't meditate, but I'll just like lay there and just be quiet and, yeah, you know, it's, it's, um, it's not always like a long, long time for me, but I mean, anywhere between five and 20 minutes of like quiet time, like once we've gone up and gotten in bed. Yeah, it makes a humongous, it really makes a big difference, especially if you're contrasting this. I know some people, they'll like check their social media, they'll check their emails right before bed. And then like you get some kind of stressful thing you have to deal with the next day. It's like, man, you're setting yourself up big time for a horrible night's sleep. Yeah, my sister actually plays the iPad. She plays the games on her iPad. Oh my God, I know. I heard her say that. Yeah, until she goes to bed. Yeah. 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 And a lot of people do that because she has trouble like, you know, falling asleep. So that's what she does until she gets tired enough to to go to sleep. But she, she, um, she actually does have issues with sleep and that could be why. Oh, is that your sister-in-law you said? No, no, my sister. sister. Okay. All right. Anyway, you guys got the idea. Definitely... Um, Being on electronics right before you go to bed, right before you close your eyes to go to sleep is, is very stimulating for the mind. And so it's really just not good. I try not to go on my phone like right before bed. I have, and I do sometimes, but I try not to 
because I just know that it's like not good for my brain. Yeah. And, and you know, I don't mean to be, we don't mean to be like boring and, and make this a freaking sleep clinic over here, but we, we just make, want to really, maybe we'll help them go to sleep. Yeah. It just, we know just from listen experience, to our podcast, you'll go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to the first 10 minutes of this podcast and you'll go right to sleep. Now sleep, it's just such a big thing. Getting good night, a good night's sleep. It really is. And, and some of it's out of your control. Some people go into the, the Kundalini awakening and all these different things. And sometimes it's t- difficult to sleep well, but the things we just shared will make a difference regardless of where you stand and it will improve your your rest and therefore your energy big time. So we're going to move on to something I feel is uh, maybe more what people are looking for, even though we can't recommend sleeping good enough. Mm-hmm. Number two, I wrote down life alignment, meaning if, you know, when we wake up, when we go through a spiritual awakening, we suddenly become aware of many aspects of our life that are really out of alignment with who we want to be, the dreams we have, the truth that we are. Um, and therefore, that dissonance, that life reflection that is not in sync with our now realized like, truth of who we are, in itself can create fatigue. Like realizing that, oh, I don't like my job. It's not what I want to do. I don't like being around this person. I don't like being around these people. I don't like being in this relationship. I don't like living in this house. I don't like living in this state. Whenever you start to become aware of, ah, this isn't right, that thing that you're now aware of will it will become more draining, a draining mm-hmm. influence in your life. And that sucks in a way, but it's also a motivator to say, yeah, this isn't right for you. Not at all. Not physically, not energetically, not mentally. Um, and there's going to be that consequence of existing in a mismatched situation until such time when you realign yourself in whatever way that means for you. Yeah. You agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always I always um, notice, like I was as you're talking, I was thinking about the different like houses that we've lived in and like how when we knew it was time to go and then we made the change, how like good it always felt and how like happy we were with that change, even if it was for a short while, you know? Yeah. Because it just requires energy to almost endure like the energetic consequences of forcing yourself out of alignment. That's all sound kind of a weird, like a weird statement, but it's true when mm-hmm. you're when you're at a job or in a relationship like it, it could be anything in your life that's just not in sync with who you are it will drain you now that the issue is of course you know in earlier in your awakening you realize there's a lot of things out of alignment I mean, it's probably all the above for a lot of people some relationships there certainly the career is a big one where you live uh just everything it can be way out of sync and that can cause a lot of overwhelm but it's okay that it's going to be temporary. Yeah. And but if, the, sorry, no, if, you, if you can't make a change, then you can simply start creating some boundaries. You know, like if you are kind of stuck at your job and you can't um, leave until you find a new one, um, you know, you can just create boundaries and energetic protection to like help with that you know, which we've talked about on other podcasts. Yeah. Like, again, this podcast episode is going to be a mix of hacks. And like, for example, the sleep suggestions like things like that will help you in any situation but in order to have feel like we do now where we're really like have a ton of energy you have to take the time and and have the courage to really rearrange your life in the way you know you would prefer it mm-hmm. it's like when you know we, we we've gone into our past many times i guess we don't need to but you know when i 
we lived in Michigan and I owned the gym and, and did all this other stuff. It was, I was always tired. You were always tired because we were just not, we were not where we were supposed to be, Mm -hmm. you know? Number three, de-stress. Because we accumulate stress all throughout the day from a variety of sources, it's really, in my opinion, essential to have something you do. And it could be many different things. But you got to have something that you sort of systematically and ritually and consistently unload your stress so it doesn't accumulate and then where you develop like a chronic and like intense fatigue that is certainly possible. Mm-hmm. So like for me, I do a lot. We, me and you do a lot of stuff. Like just before, um, well, just last night, I found myself doing some breath work and I use my foam roller. It's like a massage tool. I meditate, I journal, I hike. And you got your own thing going on. What do you do? Um, what do I do to de-stress? Well, lately, what I've been doing is I've been um, singing I've been like practicing my songs like Victor will take the kids to the park at night and um, he's usually gone about an hour or two with them. And then I have like quiet time where I like take a shower and I sing my songs and I just like sort of have that as like my my me time. Sort yeah. Of, yeah. It's funny because if she gets the impression that we might not be going to the park, she will push <laughs> us out. I She'll don't be like, push wait, you guys out. what do you mean? You, here, here, let me help. You, let me just, uh, let's well, just, uh, get also, you guys on the road. Also, it's, um, I know that how much like the boys like it. Maya, she could take it or leave it, but the boys really like going to the park too. So I know. And then they like come back and they're in a good state and they're like ready to like, eat dinner and chill and then go to bed, you know? So it's like, it's good for them too. So that's, it's good good for for me me. and you guys. So, yeah, but yeah. But, but yeah, you know, you do, you use rape. You, Mm -hmm. you always will go off by yourself and like, whether you're with the rape or not, that's not even important. You'll go Mm -hmm. off and take time all throughout, like periods of time throughout Mm -hmm. the day where you're just sitting there. You're doing rape, but in a sense, you're just sitting, Mm -hmm. you're quiet you're off by yourself. You're not doing stuff. Yeah. And you're just in your zone. And you do that all throughout the day. Now, I guess that's maybe an example. I'm not sure. An example of releasing stress. Like, what do you go to the gym? That's probably yeah. a source of, of releasing that's a stress. stress. Release, yeah. Anything, is there anything else you do? To, oh, you to could actually probably. Stress? I probably do more of de stressing than Patty does, I would have to say. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely You could do. use a little uh, bit. Yeah. I work out. Um, and. I like to do yoga, which I have not been doing because um, uh, Bash started preschool and my yoga class ends at 1130 and that's what time I'd have to pick him up. So I have to either find a new yoga class so I can get back in that. But um, yeah, I like to do yoga and work out. Yeah. Yeah. And just when when you don't have as much accumulated stress, consequently, you just have a lot more energy. Mm-hmm. What stress is like. In fact, I was just watching this documentary. I watched like five minutes of it because I was getting tired. It was on the plane. Uh, was it last night? We were flown? Two nights ago. No, two nights ago. We flew home from Michigan. And God, what was the name of it? I can't think of the name. There was this plane with a Dr. Sanjay Gupta. He was like the main uh. doctor. And it was. It talked about like, like, uh, like for the first time in, in a long time, the life expectancy for Americans 
is like going down. It's it's declining. Mm -hmm. We're living less and we're living shorter life lives now. And so it's like, why? Everything else on paper, you would think things would be better. The, you know, we're, we're making all these medical advances. There's more access to healthy foods, mm -hmm. you know, all this kind of stuff, disease treatment, all that kind of stuff. But it's like, because our society is so incredibly stressed, yeah. that is like, the source of, of the, the overdoses and the disease, the cancer, all, all this kind of stuff. They're tying it to stress. And so not to mention just the fatigue that's a consequence of stress. So when you, when you find something, whatever it is, that starts to unload the stress, even though it might take a couple of days and you make this a habit in your life, just imagine when you can go through life way less stressed out than before, way less stressed out than most people, it, it, it gives way to so much of your own natural life force, mm -hmm. you know, and you just have a ton of more energy. Yeah. In fact, I've been, sorry, I just hit the microphone. I don't know if you guys heard that, but, um, <clears throat> I've been getting guided to do Qigong. <laughs> so, yep. and that's like, a that's like good for for balancing your chi and like, you know, a way to like relieve stress. So yeah. maybe I should add that to my repertoire. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real, before moving on the main, the things that help me the most, I would say are meditation and breath work. Those are things I do every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And lately I've been taking, I take this to the extreme, quite honestly. I have a, I have a float, I have a, you know, an ice, ch an ice freezer in, on my balcony where I, when I, I go in cold plunges every day, I have a sauna. I lately I signed up to a, a sensory deprivation tank place where I, I float now once a week. So I, I get, I got a little nutty with this quite honestly, but it, but because you, these, these things that de-stress and balance, they just make, they're such a game changer. Like it's you like, need, an, it's you need what you need. So it's like, if you need to do a million different things to help with your stress management, then you should do that. You know, if you only need one or two things to do every day that get you in your back into your relaxed state, then do that. It's it's there is no like, oh, I, I'm taking it to the extreme. In my opinion, I feel like it's, it's not the extreme. And I was going to say, like, it's it's like I have a very entrepreneurial mindset. I see everything as like from like a business perspective. And I look at the ROI of this investment of, of, you know, saunas, cold plunges, all this kind of, I've done cryotherapy, the ROI return on investment. It's like, I wouldn't do, I wouldn't invest a decent amount of money and time and energy all throughout the day on these practices if they didn't have a worthy return on investment. Mm -hmm. But I know that if I invest, you know, 50 bucks a week, or whatever on the flotation tank thing, it's going to give me a tremendous boost of energy, much more clarity, uh, much more presence. And that indirect is going to allow me to just live a better life and, and just be more productive in my business and in my life. So it's like, Taking like a really taking this de-stressing de suggestion very seriously. Yeah. I promise you, if you do it for a short while, you're going to see how indirectly it will benefit you big time. It'll pay you back in so many ways, more than just having more energy. Yeah. Okay. Number four, moving on is diet and exercise. This is something that Patty and I have been pretty good about most of our lot. Well, mm -hmm. for a long time anyway, yeah. where both of us comparatively speaking eat very, very, very healthy. Mm -hmm. By most people's standards, they think we eat super healthy. Mm -hmm. um, and we both also exercise regularly, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I try to do something every day. Um, I've gotten out, out of it, but I, and I can feel that uh, the difference in 
my energy and how I'm feeling in my body just by not being in my normal routine of eating very clean and, and working out, doing something every day. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I can't wait till <laughs> to get back to that. So I'm, I'm starting yesterday. Hopefully I can keep going. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you will. The, the way I look at it, it's like, you know, de-stressing as we were talking is a way of removing things and you're removing a, like a negative source of energy in your life so that you can, it, so you can just have more natural energy. Now exercise that will strengthen and improve your fitness in your system. So it's just like giving your body more horsepower, a, a bigger gas tank. Um, and then eating, eating healthy, it's like giving it a good, good fuel, mm -hmm. good fuel. So that machine that you're strengthening through exercise runs more efficiently. And then the combination of those three things, it's, uh, it's a game changer. Now in the future, in the very near future, I'm going to be releasing a new program. It's going to be an empowered empath program. That's going to include what I call the Ascension body workout and diet routine. It's not what I actually call it, but it's called Ascension body. Um, but I'm going to get into a lot more detail about how, like giving you an actual exercise routine, giving you an actual diet to follow and giving you specific like exercises you can do throughout the day that will distress you. So I, we can only go so far in this podcast, but just know that for those who are really serious and want to kind of sort of like live in a similar way that me and Patty do, eat how we eat, train how we train, and really be guided through that. That's in the near future, my friends. So just be on the lookout for that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I guess lastly, we're going to write, I wrote down here, patience. And the reason I say that is because mainly going back to number two, the whole life alignment task we're all, we've all been presented with. As we, again, had this dawning of awareness, we see all these different things in our life that we want to change, but the change takes time. And also the transition as you're moving from one job to the next, moving from one state to the next, moving out of relationships, that transition in itself is extremely exhausting, extremely yeah. emotional. Um, so do all the things we said, all the little hacks, apply them to your life as best you can, but just be patient with yourself and understand that this fatigue, if you're feeling it the way we used to, it really is helping you. It's information guiding you to a new place in your life and a new relationship with yourself and your body and your mind, your spirit, to where you're going to have more energy than you ever have in the past. Like I'm right now, I'm 35 years old, and I feel like a, I feel like a teenager the way I feel. I have a ton of energy, and I feel, I feel immaculate. But there was a long period of time where I, I, thought, I thought I just would have to accept that having energy is just something I just, I'm not going to have anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, I just figured like, well, I'm not, I'm not young anymore. And, and the awakening's just draining. I sort of came to peace with that, that I just don't have a lot of energy anymore, but I, I've learned that it actually does come around as I was hoping. Now I feel great. And <laughs> all the things that I shared, it's, uh, it's, it's how I did it and how, how anyone can do it. What's that? What? What are you doing over there? No, I'm just sitting here listening. Okay. Well, do you have any last words of wisdom before we go? I sort of was highlighting number five is being patient with yourself. Yeah, I don't know. I think you, you spoke about it well. Okay. And I mean, it, patience is important with anything really, but um, probably one of the most challenging things to have, especially for, I remember like when you were going through like your intense fatigue 
and it would be like it had been like a month or so of you going through it and you were like oh this is never gonna end and I was just like you know it's gotta end sometime right if it's Mm -hmm. if it's not like I'm like if you're concerned go to the doctor and you're like oh it's ascension blah 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 and I was like okay if it is then it'll end at some point right and you're like oh yeah I don't know yeah you know what I found though it, it, it didn't just end. It ended when I took action. Mm-hmm. And all the things I shared were like proactive things I did that indirectly caused it to end. But that right. was my big problem. I was just waiting for it to end. Right. And you're, you're right. I know what you meant by that. But my problem was I was waiting for the symptoms to subside as if I had an illness or a cold or something. But the symptoms, the, the, the illness, the fatigue was more like an opportunity saying, if you don't change, you will continue to feel this way. Mm-hmm. So you're going to just feel worse and worse and worse until you make some changes. Start taking your health more seriously. Sleep better. Find a way to distress, man. You're a father. You're a, you got you have obligations now and, and responsibility. You got to k- kind of keep yourself in balance. Do what you got to do. Do what works. Work out. Get off your butt. Go to the gym. Eat healthy. Don't eat crappy food. Don't drink all the time and smoke weed all day. Then you know, how, what do you expect? Yeah. You know? well, I will say this. A lot of times when I like am, am tired and I don't want to go to the gym and work out, I feel better after, you know, the initial like first 30 minutes of like my body, like warming up, my mind warming up. Um, then I start to feel like better and good. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I got some, I, I got energy now. I can do my workout. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then I feel yeah. better throughout the day. That's why I like to work out in the morning instead of at night. Because yeah. I just feel better throughout the day if when for I sure. work out in the morning. Yeah. And that was sort of like one of the reasons why I didn't work out for a while during my awakening is because I was already fatigued. And I mm-hmm. thought, wow, if I go to the gym, it's just going to make it worse. But I was, that's why, and that's why I make, I'm making this Ascension Body program because I know for a fact a lot of people all out there, the, the empathic people, the sensitives, the highly sensitive people, the people who are going through the Kundalini awakenings are feeling exhausted right now. And they're thinking like I thought, like, if I go to the gym, I don't have energy for even my day-to-day stuff, let alone the gym. But what I've discovered is going to the gym and, and training in a certain way. You have to train right. Um, it will strengthen your system. Mm-hmm. And like you said, if you can just get yourself to the gym and then train correctly for a little while, your whole every your whole system will become more fit, more energized, and it will. That's like the. One of the biggest things I think a takeaway for people, like if you're if you're not exercising or moving your body in any way, then expect to continue to feel tired because yeah. you're a human being and your body needs to move. And if you're an empathic person, you're going through an awakening, you need it more than anybody. Yeah. If you look at like the indigenous people, you know, like even uh, Native Americans or indigenous people that live in the jungle, you know, what they do is they wake up and then they go for their hunt or they go and they make things and they do, they're always doing something, Yes, you know, and a lot of it is physical. They're building something or, or something like that. You know, that's just naturally our bodies need to move and need to be doing something. So, so it's not a surprise 
to me, if you, th- if you look at it from that perspective, when you just lay in bed all day, how you just want to be tired, how you just feel tired and you just stay tired, I guess is what I'm yeah. trying to say. And know? even more so when you just neglect your body like that, you're not only do you get really tired, but your body starts atrophying. Your muscles start to atrophy. Mm-hmm. You develop pain and, and joint problems and just health complications will result from a lack of movement. Mm-hmm. And I know some people are probably really in a bad spot physically. And to those, I would say, just do what you can do and build from wherever you're at. Go for a walk. Like I know people that would just like go for a walk mm-hmm. and go, you know, anyone can pretty much get up and walk around mm-hmm. for the most part. And if you're in a wheelchair, you get up and wheel around. Who cares? You move the, get outside, move your arms. Mm-hmm. Um, really just, you know, honor where you're at, but, but do the best you can and then build from there. Mm-hmm. But we can go on all, all day about this, but mm-hmm. I'll let you know, I'm going to be coming out. I'm going to be, I think releasing, I'm, I'm planning to release the Ascension body program, the, the fitness routine and nutrition guidance for empaths, I believe, uh, on the 1st of January. That's my goal. So be on the lookout for that if you're interested. And with that said, my friends, you've given you a lot of stuff already as it is. We'll see you all next time. Have an amazing day. Patty's got to get off and pick up, uh, pick up little bash our, our son at mm-hmm. school so we're gonna bounce thanks love are you thanking me i'm thanking you well you're welcome all right goodbye namaste namaste